You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Welcome to another episode of Amateur Tarot Pod, the podcast where we, two thoughtful, non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your questions. For entertainment purposes only. That was intense. That was intense. It almost sounds like that was dubbed in after the fact. Yeah. it's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> okay. Well, very intense. I was so light and pleasant. You also added thoughtful. I mean, it's part of the brand now. I love it. That's how, you know, changes oh, just get made. You wrote it into our outline, too. I didn't notice that. It's when there. Did, when did you do that? While you were on the uh, jewel? <laughs> TM. When you're, when you're on the jewel break, I added it. And then if you if you look down, I've also added a spot for performance review. Oh, nice. So these are just, you know, it's part of the show now. That's good. And hopefully we won't get ahead of ourselves now that we've done one performance review. Right. But hopefully yeah. we are getting better. I think we are getting better. Now, I should say, before we jump into the other fun shenanigans we get into on this show, you're Kevin. And that's Ben. And here's what we do on this show. We do a lot of things. But the main thing that we do, the reason that you keep coming back, is that every week, someone sends us a question, and then what we do is we use the tarot to answer that question. And the thing about tarot is that it's very hard. There's a lot of cards, they have a lot of different meanings, and there's a lot of spreads, a lot of different ways you can lay out the cards, but we just stick to what we know which is that we draw three cards, and in the order that we draw them, they indicate the recent past, the current action, and the future 100% money back spiritual gold guaranteed outcome from your proposal only outcome. Boom. And after that, we do a performance review now. Now we do the performance review. That's new. That's the first time we've ever said that on this podcast. What do we do after the performance review? After the performance review, well... Really, this is out of order because we do the performance review before we do the three card thing. <laughs> no, this so is going to be at our performance review. <laughs> but after the the thing, we do the card of the week. That's for everyone, and then we do the outro, where we sort of do our stretches. We wind down mm-hmm. from all the excitement of the tarot, and then we leave. We turn off the light. We walk out the door. We sing closing time. Yes. <laughs> So I want to clarify here just because everybody was probably really confused. We do performance review. Right. Then we do the question. Then we do the card of the week. And then we do the outro. Right. That is the order in which we do things. I should probably update the outline at some point to reflect that. We don't have to do it right now because we got through that part. Okay. So should we get into the performance review? I think we should. All right. Song goes here. Now we're in the performance review. (laughs) Song goes here. That was good. I really enjoyed that. Good. This is going to be a good performance review, I think. Yes, because it's not just us reading what people had to say. We actually have a call. A call from... Adam. From Adam, the querent on the real episode 131. On the, from, the, from the real 131, Adam, who asked us about how to deal with moving in with a new college roommate. Here's what his feedback was. Hey, Ben and Kevin. It's Adam from last week's question of the pod. How's it going, everybody? 
Um, so I just wanted to call in and say that I was really pleased with the reading I received, and I know I was called out a little bit for not being an, a real fan, being a fake fan I was called out for. But you know what? I just wanted to sound cool and up with the times and like I listened to an amateur terapod. So that's what the cool kids are doing nowadays. But anyways, I thought my reading was pretty cool and accurate. It was the one about my roommate, how to deal with like living with a new person, new school year coming up. Um, I thought it was really cool, especially the first card, the past, because I transferred school because I hated my first one because of how like lonely and like in the suburbs it was. It was really boring. So that one really resonated with me pretty well. Not to get into it that much because you know, nobody wants to hear that, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, it was really interesting to see like how you see it playing out. And now the cards have my future coming up and the present coming soon. So I'm really excited to see it. I'll have to check in again and let you guys know how it's going. So really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to, you know, episodes to come. See you next time. <laughs> so it's cool. I didn't, when we were doing the reading, I didn't really think about how it applied to Adam's life. Cause I do know a little bit about Adam, but it's cool that, you know, he was at a different college and kind of didn't fit in and wanted. And so he goes to school in Chicago. Right. And he was out in like the suburbs where his original college was. Okay. Didn't really fit into the scene. Um, and then at semester he moved downtown to a, a college that's downtown. So, I mean, we definitely hit the pass card like on the head. Yeah. And he didn't like his old roommate either. So, and he, one of the things that he had mentioned to me like in person was that, you know, I didn't set the guidelines. Okay. And, um, so now like he's very open to like setting the guidelines, which is cool. Yeah. So this week's performance review is like thumbs up. Yeah. Pat also, the- we knew for sure that he wasn't a law. We did. He's become a law. It sounds like a little bit. Yeah. He said he's going to listen. Yeah. I think that he will. I think it's probably going to be a very similar to me. I think Adam is actually going to be the next host of the show. I can't wait because he seems think, great. Yeah. From the from the one phone call that he, the, the one minute his voice has been on this show, he's been great. Yeah, he is great. I like Adam a lot. Uh, I think he would be a great host. So Who's he replacing? Either me or you. Okay, one of us. Probably me. Okay, you already have one foot out the door. <laughs> That's not true. So, I've got both feet in the door. Okay, good. Stick around. When you know the tarot, then you can leave. Right. That's what it takes. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't let you go. <laughs> That was it from last week's performance review. That's wasn't it? it. Song goes here. Okay, so now that we've patted ourselves on the back, we can go venture forth into the fresh content of this week. I think this week is going to be good. I just have like a really good um, feeling. Okay, I guess pre advice for for us for us okay. is that this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. Energy seems to be kind of like on outro level. Okay, but I think that. That might mean that, like, when we get to the outro, it's going to be our levels might be off at some point, but it's still going to end up being a great show. Yeah. If people are listening and feel that the energy levels are off, like, we just want to acknowledge that. We feel it too. Yeah, we do. So we'll see how this one goes. But you got a good feeling, and that's what matters. It's a good feeling. It's a weird feeling, but it's a good feeling. All right. Let's go to Queerance Corner. Here we are in Queerance Corner. This week we have a question from Steve. And Steve's question is, how do I turn off the part of my brain that always wants to slash feels like I should be doing things and just relax? Okay. It's kind of a mouthful. Sure. Got the slash in there. But, you know, Steve's feeling is a documented thing and that's called FOMO. 
mm-hmm. fear of missing out. I think kind of touches on FOMO. Kind of. Do you have any whole, like, what do you want to fill in on Steve's question? Well, I want to get your pre-advice, but I think before I get your pre-advice, cause I, I suffer from a similar problem and it's, it's not necessarily, it's like, could be FOMO, but it also just could be like, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what your day-to-day life is like. You know, we mostly interact through through the medium of podcasting and also improv. So we're always out doing something. But like when you get off work and you go home, like what do you do? That's a good question. I think it's like something that I've, I think I've struggled with like after college. Cause like when you're in college, you're able to like have your friends and like it doesn't, like if you're sitting on a couch, there's usually like three other people right sitting on that couch with you or there's always somebody at the library and there's like structure to that day. And I think it's only been recently that I've like, that I've gotten okay with A, being alone and not have anything to do and then B, having stuff to fill my time. So we do this podcast. We've talked about improv mm-hmm. before. I'm just starting to pick up golf it's the second time I talked about golf. I'm really excited. It's like a, hum- a little bit of a humble brag. <laughs> it's it's not really a humble brag. We get it. Kevin plays golf. Yeah, but I just ordered, we talked about this earlier, I just ordered golf clubs and they're coming today, so it's kind of like on my mind. I got light bulbs, which was not as exciting. Yeah. I picked up that box kind of rough. Aggressively for light bulbs? <laughs> yeah. You didn't know. We'll see. Yeah. 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 So you've got like things to do, but my problem and- Maybe Steve, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just Steve, you know, I'm a real Steve. (laughs) I always feel like I need to be doing something. And if I'm like just chilling out, I feel bad about it. Like, I feel like there's something productive I should be doing instead. I definitely like have that feeling, but it's more of just like being, feeling lazy. Like I feel lazy when I'm just like sitting around. Is that what you're kind of talking about? Yeah, I guess so. But you're a busy dude. But that's because I'm like trying to avoid this feeling of just like sitting around. Yeah. I could be less busy, but I'm like afraid of being less busy. I have a really weird schedule at work. So like I'm off today. And mm-hmm. it's, today's a Thursday. If you guys were wondering, I mean, no, it's not. We're talking to you live. <laughs> anyway, today's a Thursday. So I'm like live off today. whenever on demand. So it's like weird because I just like have days off during the week. Mm-hmm. So I guess I've just gotten used to like sitting around and doing nothing because there's literally nothing to do during the week. Okay. Well, let's get into the cards. Yeah. Let's, let's do see that. what they have to say. Of course, I've pre-shuffled, but we're going to get one in, just so everybody knows. <laughs> I don't want anybody to feel bad about it, you know? I, I see him shuffling, fam, so. Kevin's keeping me honest. I'm keeping He's the Boy honest. Scout of Tarot. I'm the Boy Scout of Tarot. <laughs> He's keeping things honest. I'm really, really, really hoping, and this is another part of the pre-advice, I'm really hoping that we get a major arcana. I am too. Yeah. We haven't had one in a really long time. I know. Ready? Yep. The past. Flip. We didn't do it. A queen of cups. A court card. Yeah. We've got a lot of court cards. We love them. The queen of cups is sitting on a throne, very ornate throne with like angels, cherubs, I think is what they're called. Mm. Like the baby angels. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Atop. And she's holding a pretty ornate cup that has like pincers on the side. You guys get that reference? It's a Harry Potter reference. When Aragog dies. Oh. It's probably the pinces. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. She's looking <laughs> She's looking down at the cup. And she's on like uh, a beach, it seems like. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Queen of Cups is this person who is very much 
in touch with their emotions, because that's what cups are about. And the Queen of Cups is somebody who sort of uses their emotions in a strategic way. They're sort of a master of their own emotions, and they use their emotions to sort of influence other people and be a leader. Okay. That's what I'm, That's where I'm at on this. And also, in the group, I think it was Maggie, it was Maggie, was talking about a workshop she took on the court cards and how the court cards also have an elemental association. So, like, I got to try to remember this off the top of my head. Pages were pentacles, knights were wands, queens were water, and kings were swords. So a queen of cups is like... A double cup. It's like the highest queen. Basically, yeah. And then there's like also weird things, like the queen of wands is mismatched because she's like fire and water. Oh, interesting. But the queen of cups is double water. Oh, cool. So it's double emotional. So, I mean... And this, the note that this book says is uh, emotional security, mm-hmm. which I think it like plays very much into that question. You need to have emotional security, but maybe they've had it in the past. I don't know. Yeah, either or, because court cards can also, it doesn't have to be about the queer. It can be about somebody in the queer's life. So sure. maybe Steve is thinking about other people in his life that have like this emotional control and stability and, and he doesn't, he's like looking at that person and being like, I want that. Yeah. Should we go into the present? I think we should go into the present. Flip. We did it. We got a major arcana card. The moon. So the moon. Um, a favorite of this show. Is it really? Yes. I'm digging the lobster at the bottom. Exactly. Okay, cool. So we're on the same page. Yes. There's two dogs or wolves howling at the moon. Is that a wolf? It looks like a jackrabbit. Oh, I see that. I think it's supposed to be a dog and a wolf. Okay. A dog and a wolf. Howling at the moon between two towers. What are the rings reference? That was a, yeah, there was a Lord of the Rings called the Two Towers. But the moon also looks like the sun. Yeah. And it's like raining sunshine, such moonshine down. (laughs) It's raining moonshine down on these dogs. These dogs are hammered. (laughs) There's so much lore with this card. Uh, That's good. All right. So there's a ton of stuff going on in this card. There's a whole episode. There's a whole old amateur tarot episode named after this card. It's called the Lobster Path. (laughs) I like it. Well, let me see that again, because there is like a little path. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely a little path, like, for the lobster to take all the way up to the mountains. Yep. So, the things that are going on in this card are many. First off, you have this lobster, which I think I've been told is like a crawfish, but whatever. It's a lobster. And he's coming up out of the water and trying to walk on this path. There's these two dogs on the side of him and the moon in the sky and these these towers. But it's like night. You know, the moon is out. And things or what they seem at night. And this is a card about the subconscious and like things are going on in the background that you're not noticing and you're not aware of because it's like night and the moon is shining and making these shadows and reflections. But there's like these dangers (laughs) as I throw the card on the ground. Wait, I want to see the cards reversed right now. Yeah, but we don't even know what that means on this show. I mean, but I have a book. Ugh, you can't you can't just break the format of the show. I don't know. You dropped the card and now it's reversed. Ugh. All right. Well, if you're going to get into it, get into it. I mean, I can't stop you. Instabilities and deceptions aren't as threatening as they seem. The querent may be distracted and emotionally insecure, needing to balance feelings by the application of reason. So I think that the reverse... It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do reverses, but maybe this one time. Yeah, I like it. All right, to the future. To the future. Flip. Flip. Oh, you did it. Ooh. Another major arcana. This is one that we've covered 
I'm sure you guys are hanging on by the seats of your pants. It is the fool. Okay. We've talked a lot about the fool. Again, the mountains, the little dog yapping at his feet. He's got a flower looking out over this new journey. Yeah. That he's about to embark on. Exactly. This is sort of like a fresh start because we just were talking about like sort of uncertainty and threats and things kind of seeming dark and bad. Yep. But the fool has such like a carefree, relaxed attitude. He's not worried about the consequences or he's blind to the consequences. I mean, my interpretation here is like the answer of how to just relax and like turn off that part of your brain that feels like you should be doing stuff is that like maybe you're more afraid of that feeling than actually just like doing the thing. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But what I'm trying to say is like you're sitting here and you're like, tomorrow I could do nothing or I could do something. And so you're anticipating that you're going to feel bad by not doing something. And so you do something. But instead, maybe just don't do anything and see how you feel. Take that carefree, like fool attitude of like, damn the consequences. I'm just going to do this thing. So I do like your interpretation of it. Like, don't be afraid to not do anything. Mm -hmm. But I think also the way that I'm kind of looking on it is that like, part of the thing that would always keep me from, I guess doing something is being like, Oh, that's stupid. Why would I do that? Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't feel stupid. Even if it's like building a birdhouse, like going to home Depot and like asking the very friendly people that work at home Depot, not an ad, but it could be, it could be, you know, Hey, I want to build a birdhouse and like starting to do that. I don't know what your, what maybe something that interests you. Maybe it's playing chess or I don't know, golf, golf, getting out there and doing it, knowing that, not caring that you're going to look stupid doing it okay. or not not caring that it might not be fun. Okay, so so maybe then the answer is because you said it last, so you're right. It's not about not doing something, it's about finding a relaxing activity to do even if you feel like maybe that's a stupid thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Like if you've been sitting on your couch for a while, maybe go sit on your patio. Yeah. And watch birds. Or like instead of feeling like you need to be going out and doing like working or something like that. Like just go play golf or whatever, even if you suck at it. Yeah. Go that's meditate. What yeah. Whatever. Okay. That was that's, good. That's your advice. So we asked for it and we got it. What did we get? Oh, major arcana. Yeah. Yeah. We got two of them. Got two of them. Which I'm happy. Potential for a third in the card of the week. Yeah. We still got one more, one more card. It is. Well, first of all, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. But yes, now it is time for Card of the Week. And here we are in Card of the Week land. <laughs> TM. TM. In this land, we're only here for a short time each week. But while we're here, we draw one card. And that's just a piece of advice for everyone. So this is the time where you unplug your headphones. You get your little Bluetooth speaker. You connect to it. Obeying all local laws and, and, and ba- bathing yourself. Bathing yourself, yes. Taking a shower. Maybe tapping the guy next to you on the roof yeah, and saying, hey, it's time to listen. This card of the week's for everybody. It's like the 1930s when Franklin Roosevelt would get on the radio and tell you American news. But now... Everybody needs to huddle around. And, yes. <laughs> you see, Franklin's on the, on the news. Franklin's talking. Everybody listen up. Exactly. Yeah. Except it's us. It's us. Ben and Kevin are on the news. They're, ben and Kevin are tarot, tarot They've got card. a tarot card to share with you. It's a tarot card for everybody. Come listen and like it. <laughs> that was perfect <laughs> I should just get rid of the card of the week song and just have that <laughs> yeah 
That's your extra. Read all about it. Ben and Kevin are drawing a tarot card. <laughs> are you ready for it? Here it comes. Flip. You will not believe this. Is it the fool again? And I shuffled. You saw me shuffle. I, you did shuffle. <laughs> I mean, I can't stop it. I know. Didn't wasn't the fool the card of the week last week or two, or like weeks, two ago? weeks ago? I think it's coming up a lot. It is coming you, up a you're lot. You're watching me shuffle. I know. Can't stop it. I'm, yeah, and we. I mean, I'll read it again because we might have new list, new laws. We love or, the new new laws, by the way. Should I read it out of a different book? Yeah, you have a different book. Why don't we read it? Whoa. This would be a perfect time to bring this up. This is a perfect segue that I just thought of. Now, someone else in the group, Amanda Bell, allowed me to borrow a book from her. And it is called Holistic Tarot, an integrative approach to using tarot for personal growth by Benabel Wen. That is not a pocket guide to tarot. No, I'm going to just drop this on the floor and you'll hear. Oh. <laughs> I hope Julia's not home. She'd be like worried that one of us fell over. She's not home. She's at work. Just like we're at work right now. Yeah, we're working. Now, I this book is massive. It's huge. It's over 800 pages. I don't... Yeah. I mean, there's going to be so much on... Because we just need new content. Need new tent on The Fool. Yeah, we can't just read the same thing. And this is a great, a great time to just bring out this book that Amanda let me borrow and... Get into it now. I'm kind of like, so, okay. So is the fool at the beginning of this one? Yes. Okay. So Alan is just kind of on his own. Yeah. Um, maybe that's one thing that you guys can look at in, um, you know, if everybody had, anybody has any other books or just take a, like, a quick look and see where the fool is placed in it. Cause Alan Oaken really seems to think that other people put it at the end. I don't agree with him, but you know, he wrote a book about terror, not me. So, I'm going to read part of this because if I read the whole thing, we'd be here for a really long. It time. wouldn't be the snores of our enemies. It would be the snores of our other hosts, hosts <laughs> and the snores of our lols. All right. So our keywords are beginnings, innocence, and clear conscience. The fool is the harbinger of new beginnings. When this card appears, the forthcoming life path is one of unbound potential and beginnings that come with a deeper spiritual meaning. The white sun represents power and a strong, vibrant aura emanating from the seeker but the seeker's power has not yet created worldly substances of value. It is about power, but no product. The temperament of the fool is one pure in spirit, open-hearted, and like a child, innocent and naive. There is Peter Pan, mentally, boastful, careless, and a bit arrogant, and possessing a willful refusal to take responsibility or be mature. Yet the seeker is a beautiful, creative soul, perhaps someone with a foolish belief in the attainment of impossibility of impossibly beautiful goals. There is a trace of swagger and flamboyance in the fool. He is a swashbuckler. The element of air governs the fool, so the attributions associated with air will represent the external forces at play in the seeker situation. In the fool, yang energy is dominant. The number eight may be relevant. Here endeth the reading. The number eight may be relevant? Mm -hmm. Like it just throws that out there? Yeah. That's how it ends. That's the last sentence of the fool. That's interesting. I mean, I guess it makes sense because an eight is really just like a zero with a belt. Wow. Did I just blow your mind? Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. But that pretty much is what we know about the Fool. Yep. Oh, it also says right here, traditionally the Fool card is unnumbered. Some systems, such as the Rider-Waite-Smith, assign zero to it. Other systems assign 22 to the card and place it behind key 21, the world. Or, without numbering it, simply order it in the end of the Major Arcana. Alan! Okay. 
Okay. Alan's back. Alan's back. But see, here's the difference. Well, I guess Alan's not really reviewing the deck. He's just using that deck as a reference. So he didn't number it zero. So Alan, I'll give you a pass. You're back, buddy. All right. Alan's back. So the advice for this week is like the same advice we always give with the fool. It's the advice that we just gave to Steve. And but it applies to everybody. Like, I don't know, do the thing that you're into and don't worry about the consequences. Yeah, don't worry about what people are saying about you, because the fool doesn't. No. That's card of the week. That's card of the week. Now, when Amanda gave me this book, we're in the outro now, but I'm just talking about this book a little bit more. Uh-huh. When she gave me this book, if I ever first off, she didn't she hasn't read it. She just owns it. And she's like, she wanted me to take notes and let her know how it is. Are you gonna read that? I I mean, I mean, I guess you, you... If I read it, though, we'd have to change the name of the show. I feel like if I ever read this whole book, we would not be Amateur Tarot Pod anymore. We'd be Holistic Tarot Pod. <laughs> yeah. And we would have knowledge. We would have arcane wisdom. Yeah. That's it. It's it's. So I'm afraid. I'm afraid to read it because I don't want to be that knowledgeable. I think it'll be a good, like, at points like this where we're kind of, like, struggling or where we're, like, stuck on something, that's going to be our, like... That's gonna be our. That's our major arcana book. This is the big. Yeah, these are the big guns right here. Yeah, these. This is bringing the heavy artillery. Yes, exactly. But we're in the outro. I've sort of lost sight of that. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank Steve first and foremost. Yes, thank you, Steve, for your question, and thank you to all the laws who are joining us this week. We appreciate you. We are glad that you spend this time with us because we have fun making the show. So we're glad that. You have fun listening to it. We have fun. We hope you have fun. Yes. Now, a moment of silence for all the laws who weren't having fun. All right. All right. Well, you can find us if you want to be like a really good lol. You can find us at am- amateurtarot.com. And on that website, to become a really good lol, you should ask us your burning life question so that we have something to talk about next week. Yeah. We really do rely on listener participation especially when it comes to questions because mm-hmm. my family's getting really tired of asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's tapped out. Adam is tapped out. Adam did a good job. Adam is great. Um, I can't wait until he's the host on the show. I know. And well, let's think I joined it like what? 128 or something like that. Yeah. Something right around there. 125. So he'll be at, you know, 256. Yeah. So look out for that. 258. That's probably like two and a half years away. Yeah. Uh, so 2022. Adam's in. Adam 2022. Yeah. Adam Adam will be 20. He'll be of drinking age at that time. Okay, great. We can celebrate by popping some champagne. Yep. Another way to get in touch with us, another way to ask a question, another way to respond to the reading that we gave you is to call 314-325-6047. That's our number. You can call it. You can text it. You can leave us a message. It's a great way to send us a question, not while you're driving, but any other time. Again, obey local laws. And take a shower. Be like Adam. Don't send it in the shower either because your phone will get wet. Unless you have a one of those uh, oh, cases. Oh, phone. What's it? Otterbox. Otterbox. You know, LifeLock. Yeah. <laughs> LifeLock. <laughs> That's something else. Yeah. Not a sponsor, not an ad, but it could be. But it could be. We're really good at plugging products. I feel like if you guys know any products that might need to be plugged, that be plugged. this, we're good at doing it for no money. Yeah. We have a Facebook group. It's Facebook slash groups slash Amateur Tarot. That's a place where people give us items to discuss during performance review. It's a place where people ask us their questions. It's a place where people post memes and have fun and chat and make friends. It is fun. I enjoy the group. It is a good group. Kevin, you have some news. Well, yeah. 
I do have some news. Okay. You can find me on Twitter. Okay. At Boy Scout of Tarot. Okay. There's no content there just yet, but maybe by the time you're hearing this, there will be. There might be. Yeah. That's good. It gives me a lot of time to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> so at Boy Scout of Tarot, that's Kevin's Twitter handle. Yeah. That's what I've been brewing for all these years. My website is imakingallthisup.com. That's a website where I have written a bunch of stuff about pursuing your passions in your free time. You've teased something else before. Is that still a thing? It might be. Okay. So kind of a tease? Maybe episode 258. Like a tease of a tease of something that might be coming. Exactly. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really does help us out a lot. Kind of gets the the bots working in our favor, I think. Yeah, and that's what we need. And that is really what we need. We have a five-star rating right now. We want to keep it that way. But you could be part of the movement. The movement. The Boy Scouts of Tarot movement. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a weird event that I don't want to go to. (laughs) It's just weird because this is like going to become a thing. Yeah. I'm going to do Boy Scouts of Tarot. There's going to be an S on the end of it. Okay. And you can get your merit badges. Yeah. And you're going to be able to get merit badges. People can join. This is definitely going to be a Ponzi scheme, but don't tell anybody. Delete this part out. Bleep that part. (laughs) And now item number nine. Thank you too. I would like to thank water. Okay. Yeah. Just pretty much in every form. The giver of life. Yeah. Just the giver of life. I like swimming pools. Don't really like rain and flooding, but. Swimming pools. The rest of the, the things that water does is pretty good. So, And with that, spoiler, spoiler alert, alert, magic, magic is, is real. It's because in my basement, there's like six light bulbs in the ceiling. They're all out. But it, the problem is that you can only put in those little like corkscrew light bulbs because the way that the thing is structured, like a round bulb doesn't fit in to the inset in the ceiling. Wait. Like the old school light bulb, like the the regular bulbs don't fit. Right. So they were those lights were put in pretty recently. recently. Yeah. Okay. So only the corkscrew ones fit, but the corkscrew ones are like on the out now. You can't go to like Walgreens or Ace or whatever and get the corkscrews. You can't. I couldn't find them. I had to order them online. Whoa! That shows you how much I buy light bulbs. Well, there you go. Back to the point of the question. 